0: Welcome to Mind Space Minimal.
1: A podcast exploring the connections between consciousness, lifestyle, wellness and aesthetics. We're your hosts. I'm Jessica Atrotsky
0: and I'm Daniel Ryan. We hope you enjoy this episode. Okay. Who
1: what are who are we? <laughs> who are we? What are we doing? Where are we? And today we're gonna have a little tarot fun um mm-hmm. with the rider tarot deck. Mm-hmm. Your fave. That's
0: the classic. That's the classic.
1: Woo. And yep. whoa.
0: What is this? What
1: what?
0: <laughs> nice.
1: But if I could fucking light this without burning my hand.
0: <laughs> Jessica has a sweet magician oh. candle for everybody listening out there. Yeah, look at this. The magician being the, well, the second card in the tarot, actually, but number one in terms of the order. There's a card before it that is technically zero, which is the Fool, but the magician is the one on the cover of the box, and it's an image that is uh, very popular that most people would recognize.
1: So... What are we going to do today?
0: So what I think we're going to do today is you're going to use that deck of cards on your end, which incidentally, my wife Sarah and I gifted for Jessica because it's a nice way to give people tarot decks is to to gift them as opposed to having to buy them for ourselves, which is also okay.
1: I heard that gifting gives the deck more power.
0: True. Uh, you know, and... Perhaps gifting anything gives it more power, but definitely in terms of tarot, you know, how it's passed along and how people handle the cards, the hands and the fingers that are on it, you know, the the legends and the myths tell us that, yes, all of that has significance to the deck and and to the readings. So, what I think we're going to do today is pull some cards on your end. You're going to pull some cards out of your deck and show me what you pull. And then we're going to interpret the symbols together. We're going to talk about what comes through, and of course, you can feel free to share or not share okay. anything. You know, we don't have to get too personable personal about anything content personable. wise here. Yeah, very <laughs> personable, but not too personal. Okay. You know?
1: New tagline for the show. All right.
0: So may may I make a suggestion? Hmm. There's all kinds of ways to pull tarot. You know, all kinds of Orders, cards could be pulled in and uh, configurations. So anybody out there who works with the cards, I'm sure you're thinking of those that are in your head right now. What I would like us to do for the sake of simplicity is just start with three cards. And those cards can essentially represent past, present and future. Okay. Sound all right?
1: Yep. So I'm just going to pull three cards.
0: Yeah. And if you want to shuffle and riffle them a little bit and, you know, think about, anything that might be on your mind lately or in your heart or, you know, something that feels challenging or it's
1: all in the head. (laughs) I've got a lot of things on my mind. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do one, two, three. Okay. All right. They're very slippy here. Let me put them. Okay. So, uh, I'm just going to place these here.
0: Sounds good. While you're doing that. Oh, cool. Is that a good way to do it? Yeah, that works. Oh
1: my God, I didn't get a manicure. This looks really (laughs) bad. Okay.
0: Thank God we're not a video podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So before you pull those, you know, just one more mention. This is the Rider weight deck that we're using. It is far and away the most popular and common. In fact, the images in the Rider weight deck are perhaps the most popular occult images in our culture and society. And they were done by an artist named Pamela Coleman-Smith, who actually lived here in Brooklyn, very close to where Jessica and I are now. She went to Pratt, and uh, she was an awesome, awesome lady whose life story is, is not well-known enough in, in far, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but yeah, so go ahead and pull... The first one, whichever one.
1: So. I guess it would be the one my, on the left. This is my right.
0: Okay, so, so yeah. you want
1: me to pull this one?
0: So left to right, yes. Left to okay. right, please.
1: Okay, so. Oh wow. The temptress.
0: Temperance. <laughs> the temptress. I'm sorry, I can't
1: <laughs> fucking read. Oh please. Okay. The temperance and temperance. it's facing me.
0: Yes. It's a beautiful card.
1: Okay, tell us.
0: Well, I'd I'd like to see the the other two first before I start talking about okay. the cards, just to see because it, it kind of they're in conversation with each other. Do so I to flip see it what the like
1: this are. or flip it like that?
0: You flip it the way that you want to flip it. Frankly, okay, I'm
1: gonna flip it like this. There then. you go. Wow. The tower.
0: Power cards. All right.
1: And then, Queen of Pentacles. Okay.
0: Magnificent. Magnificent. Okay. okay. So temperance to the tower to the queen of pentacles reversed to you. Uh, please remind me, what numbers are at the top of temperance and the tower?
1: Uh, XIV, XVI, and then there's no number on pentacles. There's...
0: Okay, XIV. So that's 14 and 16, yeah. right?
1: Okay. Isn't it funny? I feel like there's a a pattern that I pull cards with numbers close to each other. Strange. Huh? But anyways.
0: Yeah. So temperance is a card of measure. It's a card of balance. It's a card of healing. It's a card of things finding their own level. You know, the, the female figure in the temperance card is a kind of angel figure, you know, or is a angelic figure to be sure. Her presence and all of the natural beauty in the scene there, the water at her feet, the grass and the reeds around her, the scene that's happening there, it's all reflective of a kind of perfectly balanced natural scene. So, you know, Temperance, whenever Temperance shows up in a reading, yeah, I, don't I mean, know if this is so helpful she's. For you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, she has a, a sacred symbol, the triangle, on her chest. She's pouring water from one chalice to the next. She's doing a couple things that seem to defy gravity. She has these angels' wings on either side. And she's an extraordinarily powerful figure. So in the position of your past here, Jessica, you know, what this would be reflecting ultimately is a kind of Well, again, success, fertility, um, opportunity, and a sense of balance, you know, all of this too, always, whenever we pull cards, it's kind of just a snapshot of that moment, you know, so this particular snapshot on your past in the context of this reading, just these three cards for now, is really reflective of any time in any chapters in, in the succession of time where it has felt healing, like it had flow, like it had ease. Temperance can also reflect a character. Mm-hmm. You know, all the cards can reflect characters. So if there's a person, if there is a, uh, a friend or a stranger, anybody really who has played that role, you know, the card can be reflective of a certain person that might, may or may not be on your mind, but would be in your past. And, yeah, again, it, it's really speaking for this sense of... Uh,
1: Come on, pull it out of thin air. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the uh, I'm looking for different words for uh, equanimity and relief and healing. Uh, you know, temperance is not a card of action or doing or or things like that necessarily it's not that it's not doing anything it's really again it's more just about the the beauty and the completion of that scene as it is as well as the magical elements and right next to it we have the tower which is a perfect card in many ways for the last year year and a half of all of our lives well, the tower
1: can i chime in for of for course please second? So, okay, I just, I looked up the definition of temperance just to have, like, it's all the things that you said in terms of balance, Mm -hmm. Um, and I do very much feel like I was her, like in the past, Mm. like I had Mm. a good balance, and Mm. she's got, like, I don't know how closely you've studied this card, but she's like half, she's got her dip in, her toe in, in the water, and also, uh, but grounded- Yes. On grass.
0: She's connected to heaven and earth. Yeah. Yep.
1: And there's thi- There's like a, it looks like a volcano, but it's like a sun on the horizon in the background. She seems very balanced. Even like the water from both chalices are evenly distributed. Um, she's got the triangle. Like all of these things to me that represent like definitely how I've felt and how I'm you know, frustrated because I'm not this right now. And Mm. then I didn't actually look at the picture on the tower until the middle of you talking about the first card. And I was like, dude, this is literally the present." (laughs) Like this card, just so I could explain to people is a tower that's on (laughs) fire and people are jumping out of it. Um, it's very, um, there's like ice on the bottom of the tower, it almost looks like, right? Yeah,
0: it, it could actually be ice. You might be right about or that. Or like it's m- definitely
1: mountain-esque.
0: Craggy, stony rock, yeah. something like that. Sharp yeah. and
1: dangerous is what it looks like. Yes. And there's also a crown coming off the top of this tower. Um, it, I guess it's showing that the tower is so high because there's like clouds, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there's fire coming out of the windows. There's a lightning is hitting the tower. Like Mm -hmm. this couldn't feel more relevant right now. Mm -hmm. Like Bobby, look at this card. (laughs) This is the present. This is what I pulled for the present. Yeah. By the way, our fucking engineer is just like laying in my bed. I think like that's a human resources issue, isn't it?
0: What do you mean? (laughs)
1: bobby the engineer is laying in my bed
0: oh got it got (laughs) it yeah all right i was i thought there was like another engineer in the house there with you (laughs) lying in your bed and i was like what were you who are you referring to
1: (laughs) no uh all right got it got it resources later but indeed anyways um yeah so this feels very um accurate so go so yeah just to
0: say a little bit more and and everything you've said already being true of course you know the tower and the scene there pretty much says it all the tower ultimately is about leveling what has come before and rebuilding on its foundation you know the lightning striking the top of the tower and the crown coming off of it is about removing or destroying old institutions, you know, to use different metaphors. Just imagine a broken old house on a good foundation. We want to level the house and we're going to make something new on that foundation. That's what the fuck that card is about. It looks like a hellish, terrible scene. but And, you know, perhaps it is. But the beauty of the tower is it's all about leveling the past and you know it's it's a really powerful combination with temperance noticing again 14 and 16 mm-hmm. again are very close i'm forgetting exactly what 15 is
1: i could find it. could it. be the
0: chariot it could be the chariot but i don't think it is it's not the devil i don't remember but
1: uh <laughs> i'm not good with but... roman numerals unfortunately it would be x
0: 15 would be xv okay so yeah the tower is all about removing the past that isn't working Hmm. and rebuilding on the foundation it's all about tearing down what doesn't work what's no longer necessary it's about cleansing the past which is sometimes
1: brutal
0: yeah yeah you know uh it the card isn't necessarily suggesting it has to be brutal or violent or anything like that it isn't you know but it is about that removal and addressing of the past which can sometimes be dramatic
1: xv said right
0: any thoughts responses
1: yeah i mean i think that's pretty accurate i mean i feel like i tend to have similar readings because i'm not asking like outrageous questions are necessarily specific. Usually when I come to a reading, I'm just kind sure. of like what is there what information is there to be offered. Um but I did Which is go- For
0: the record Jessica, I think that's a pretty good attitude to come to tarot with, you know. I like people who come with super specific stuff, I think often get led astray. But pardon my interruption.
1: I was going to also say that I think to your point as well um, the cards are always going to tell the truth. So you could come with all your little questions and stories and it's still going to tell you what it needs to tell you. So yeah. I do believe in that. Um, I was going to say that the one thing that was on my mind though, when I pulled the cards is just this overwhelming feeling of like having so many things to do and, mm. Just not being able to find like the motivation to just get to it. But yeah, so I was thinking, oh, I did. No, you're right. It is the devil. Yeah.
0: It's the devil. Yeah, it is. You're right. Oh, I thought that was 13. Interesting. That's okay. It,
1: right? XP?
0: Yeah. 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 All right. So the the bridge between temperance and uh, the tower
1: it's the devil. is the devil.
0: Which. Yeah, again, and the devil, of course, in the tarot doesn't necessarily mean anything close to a a devil the way we would think of it in any organized religion. It can be that, but, you know, more so it's about the devilish sides of us. I mean, the devil is a tremendously creative card, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a serious card for artists and creativity and new ideas and the mischief that those new ideas can bring
1: yeah these things don't scare me anymore yeah
0: good they shouldn't it's a deck of cards yeah (laughs) so lastly we had the queen of pentacles reversed to you Mm -hmm. and in the position of your future you know what that card is saying to me ultimately and as we have this scene of her looking very peaceful on her throne looking at this pentacle would you say, Jessica, that she's looking at it lovingly or mournfully? Can we tell what her expression is?
1: I would say that she's literally just observing it. it almost looks like she's waiting.
0: Okay. Yeah. Like waiting.
1: Yeah. Right? Like, look at the face. It doesn't look like it really has much judgment. It's true. If any at all.
0: So Pentacles... Generally, will represent craftsmanship, work, the things we do with our hands. You know, the pentacles are sculpted and created. Uh, they can also represent magic, uh, but you know it's like the magic that we do, mm-hmm. the magic that we have already created. Your pentacles, for instance, Jessica, are like all the works of art you've created. Oh, like those is are your pentacles. Me
1: waiting for my NFTs to sell. That's what. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's it no judgment just waiting
0: <laughs> which actually I that's mean funny. like you could be right on about that that's mm-hmm. a pretty solid interpretation but that's
1: in my future
0: still still I mean waiting is future driven Yeah, I mean in, in in its own nature even if the waiting is happening in the present and happening from the position of the tower mm-hmm. so you know The queen of pentacles being reversed to you, one thing I never buy into, and I totally recommend people do not buy into, is the the binary good or bad interpretations of right side up or upside down in the tarot. Upside down cards, I always say to people, really can just represent different points of view Mm -hmm. on things. You know, somebody... Well, I mean, you have a very unique point of view on the world. This card being reversed to you, and it's a queen of pentacles. So here's the thing. This is speaking to your royal feminine Mm -hmm. that is in charge of your work, that is so skilled, is so experienced, the upside downness to you. Here's the interpretation, and I'm just working with what you just said about NFTs too. The upside downness could just as easily reflect that a lot of shit feels upside down right mm-hmm. now. And the weighting that you're describing, I think, you know, is a solid interpretation to start with there. Yeah. Yeah. As you said with the cards, you know, I, I always think of them too as a mirror. You know, the cards are just kind of reflecting whatever we project onto them. Yeah. And then besides that, you could also think of them as just a set of photographs or a set of, again, works of art, mm-hmm. which tell a little story. I mean, and this is what they are, too. I was actually working with a child recently in session, and we were playing with the tarot in just this way. And I, and I was introducing her to the tarot, and I was like, it's just a, a set of cards that tell stories, and we can pull them all and like lay them out and just tell me what you see. And she told me these really funny stories that she saw in the cards. Oh, and, you know, that's a tarot reading. Mm-hmm. So anyway, coming back to the upside down queen of pentacles there, it can represent easily all of the upside downness that's happening, projected into the future that may still be in the future. The calm part of yourself that is, you know, if not waiting, observant, observant you know present with your work and with your art. And again, this is speaking to because it's a queen. This is speaking to the royal you. This is speaking to the stuff you really care about. This is speaking to what you consider to be your domain, your kingdom. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I mean, my kingdom's on fire currently cuz the crown's popping <laughs> off right now. It's set ablaze. But I will say, you know, it's so interesting about this card and just so apropos is that my poetry book that's going to be coming out next year is called golden throne
0: and she's looking down
1: at a golden globe that's a pentacle
0: yeah Yeah, so
1: when i say waiting too and she she has a crown on as well the fact that it's upside down means not yet to me but Mm -hmm. if it because it's facing the other way just means not yet it's here, mm-hmm. but not yet, you know? There it is. Yeah. There it is. Okay. This feels pretty accurate. Yep. Yeah.
0: So let's pull three more. Okay. I- I'd like you to pull two now and place them. And just
1: fuck up my whole good vibe here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or make it better.
1: So what am I doing?
0: Pulling two more,
1: please. Oh. I'm like, I'm like looking at the pictures. I'm like, what do I like? Um, no.
0: Hey, (laughs) if, if, if any ever fall out when you're shuffling, then that usually means those are the cards you need.
1: You told me that once and I love that. And I, I've used that before with other, just like, uh, divinity decks and things like that. If Mm -hmm. they fall out, Mm -hmm. I'm like, yep, this is a message for me. Yep. My girlfriend, Dana, taught me a little trick. She like knocks on it. Sure. So I'm going to do a little knock. I'm pulling two. Yes, please. Okay. I got the queen of swords. And I've got X.
0: X, meaning? Oh, the 10 of wands. Okay, the 10 They're of wands. They're both
1: facing away.
0: Okay, so both upside down to you, the queen of swords? Mm-hmm. Okay. Amazing. Look at, she's like, one,
1: come here.
0: Which one is on the left?
1: The queen of swords.
0: All right. So... Look at she's
1: yeah. saying, my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> did you, I was like, she's saying my stomach. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like a little bird saying. in the background. She's sitting on a throne again. Um, yep. she's in the clouds. It looks like, but she's firmly rooted on the ground. Her little cape is also cloud cape, like cloud motif. Mm-hmm. Um, she's holding a very gigantic tall silver sword with a gold crown has red hair and has red hair yeah has red hair and then like a gray frock yeah
0: yeah she's wearing a gray gown or a frock yeah
1: and yeah she's she's not no princess right she's clearly like an older woman yeah not an old person but an older woman
0: She's a queen. Mm-hmm. So these two cards can, first of all, represent any duality or any binary thing at play in your life right now. Anything that is in conversation that is one to two or My A arm to B. Hurts.
1: Sorry. I'm trying to...
0: No worries. Can... And the for the sake of the, the reading and just clarity, let's call the Queen of Swords the card for your conscious mind, and then the Ten of Wands for your subconscious mind. So the Queen of Swords for those parts of yourself that you're in communication with and conscious of all the time, and then the Ten of Wands for your deeper consciousness or the subconscious stuff that's at play. So loving all the royalty here, here again in the at the top of your mind, first of all, the swords are the suit of the mental level of consciousness. You know, Swords represent our thoughts generally. The chalices and cups will be emotion, and the, the water that goes in the cup is the feeling itself. Interesting. The w- wands are the tools that we'll use in the world to, to make things, to make magic. The pentacles are the product of of the magic the pentacles are the things we made you know so what swords again swords are, are our thoughts okay so this is the queen of the mental realm and in the position of your conscious mind what this is essentially saying and again loving all of this royalty and reflecting your royal feminine you know i'm thinking of so many conversations we've had so lately jessica and and you know the the drive and desire for clear thought, you know, even coming back to the tower card and all of the destruction and all the shit that's going on in the present, that is in many ways necessary and perhaps in many ways natural too, to some extent. This queen of swords is there trying to like run her kingdom while the tower is falling down. But like
1: she's the like, ta- she's like, look at this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what am I what am I going to do with Look this? Look at this. Huh? Look at huh? this. What am I going to do? Yeah. What is this thing over here? Look at this. So, she's you know, again, she is the queen of the mental realm, so she is a very, very powerful figure in the mind ultimately. You know, she's more of a force than she is a character. So, again, coming back to, I feel that she is your ambition, your drive, your desire, your resilience, and all of those parts of you that are mentally focusing right now and doing what they can to sharpen and stay sharp while all of this change is going on. Mm -hmm. And then a kind of beautiful reflection to her, the Ten of Wands is literally like a page picking up these wands after a round of practice and, and literally just like cleaning up it's literally just doing the due diligence in a way the ten of wands it's i don't want to portray it as a kind of a low card or anything like that but the ten of wands if there's a a card in the tarot that's just about sweeping up at the end of the night it's the ten of wands if there's a card for cleaning our spaces cleaning our rooms organizing that again the due diligence of cleaning up and organizing after there has been construction, a practice, a scrimmage or a skirmish or something. It's the 10 of wands. So the duality there that that's reflecting is again your your highest most driven thought process and mindset, you know, in a, in this royal kind of feminine very you know, very regal way. Mm-hmm.
1: It's so funny. You're then, literally describing, oops, sorry, you're literally describing my book. Wow. Like, it's all about, like, royalty, regalness. Golden throne. Yeah. but it, I love that
0: title, by the way. I love that title. It's
1: spelled T-H-R-O-W-N. Nice one. Cool. Because it's about throwing shade. <laughs> love it. Not sitting on a throne. Love um it but I like the play on words, but I feel like that describes also, you know, like golden throne and just that concept too. And then seeing it kind of relate to these cards that we're pulling today. I feel like it's just a general theme, you know, Mm. like in my Mm. life and something that comes to mind that I always think. And I say sometimes is, you know, sometimes you got to swim through the moat to get to the castle. Mm -hmm. And, I feel like I swim through a lot of (laughs) moats and maybe because I'm a Gemini and I feel like Gemini's have to do everything like multiple times before they get it done, not get it right, but before they get it done and Mm -hmm. like people with very positive outlooks on life will be like, oh, you know, like do overs are great because then you can get it done better, you know, improve and I hate that. It's like, can't we just do it once? Just one take. Like I had this thought the other day when I was talking to somebody that's producing something with me and he's like, we're probably going to go through like multiple renditions of this. I said, no, we won't. I'm only going to record it once for you. And you just do it with that. Cause I'm not doing this multiple take thing because I don't want perfection. I don't seek perfection because it's not actually possible. So, with golden throne and all of the royalty and stuff showing up in this, I think it's just very, it's perfect actually speaking of perfection. Yeah. You know,
0: the, again, the 10 of wands is the writing itself. It's all the little admit. Yes. Yes. It's all the little administrative things that need to be done on any project, (sighs) you know, it's all of the stuff that we would rather interns and assistants and employees do. It's all the stuff we would like to delegate. Mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, the Ten of Wands, it really is it's about, it's about organization and cleaning up. And you know, the character in the scene there, he's kind of hunched over. We can't see his face, mm-hmm. so we don't quite know how he's feeling. But you know, just judging by his posture and stuff like that, he's working pretty hard.
1: Yeah, I will say, though, he's carrying all these wands. Or sticks. What do you call that? Like little green leaves? Yeah, little laurels and leaves. Growing out of them, yeah. which means that... It's a peaceful scene. Yeah, there's n-
0: there's no fight happening there. I
1: was going to say that it just shows that there's life in these tasks. Definitely. Like Definitely. that there's... Um, f- it's fruitful. Yes. These sticks. Yeah. So that gives me hope.
0: Well, listen, if I may, and this is mm-hmm. why we pull two cards... The reflection in the Queen of Swords is all about the glory uh, of that action. As you say, there's life in that card. Absolutely, first of all, there is. But, you know, there's glory in it, too. I mean, the reflection of it, it's the Queen of Swords, but one of the lessons of that card also is this must happen. Mm. if If we do not do that due diligence, if we don't clean up after ourselves, if we don't put the wands back on the shelf ready for practice tomorrow then practice tomorrow is going to be fucked up mm-hmm. everything we do is going to not matter because we have not done the due diligence of creating those foundations and simply organizing cleaning up and taking care of what needs to be done
1: mm-hmm. yeah okay
0: so we want to pull one more okay
1: and then, and that's then we'll up. wrap up um okay have you ever met a girl that was just like that's enough With the tarot. They're like, tell me more. I'm like, let's wrap it up. (laughs) Knock, knock, knock. There you go.
0: Knock, knock, knock. I did have somebody once tell me at the beginning of a tarot reading, don't tell me anything bad.
1: I know. You told me that before. That's funny. I always
0: thought that was funny. Oh, the nine of wands. The card right before the other guy. That's great. And
1: I pulled it so it was away from me.
0: So So it's opposite mm -hmm. you. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, and the others were opposite you too. Okay. Did
1: he get hit in the head?
0: Yeah, he's he's had a rough practice.
1: And what is this? This is this card.
0: This is the nine of wands. No, but I this mean, is, like,
1: where is this in my life?
0: Oh, this is the card to kind of summarize the rest of the cards and to ultimately like put a period at the end of the sentence and say, okay, this is the last. You know, moment of this particular sa- snapshot.
1: Well, I don't like it.
0: <laughs> the The glory again of of this card. I mean, this is a person in practice. Here's the thing: you're you're not a uh, a dude in a tunic with a head wound. You're not that. <laughs> um, what you are, and what I, th- knowing you as I do, what uh, what I think this card can accurately reflect is hard work active practice, a willingness to get in the fray, a willingness to be part of the conversation, a willingness to be part of the fight. In the trenches. Uh, Yes, yes. Jessica, it's significant too that that's the card right before in the order of the tarot. That's the moment right before the last moment we were just talking about. Mm. So all of the cleanup and due diligence and all of that stuff that I was just going on about Here's the moment before that where they're still using the tools. They're they're in practice. This guy is by himself. So it, it is worth noting. If you're sensing any isolation, it's reflected there. That said, you know, this is a person who again is in it, is part of it, is willing to get their hands dirty. It's also, you know, the the male figures in this card in the last one we were talking about could be in conversation with your masculine and feminine. Mm-hmm. You know, again, even like looking at the two queens that we've yeah. had in this reading. Uh, so the conversation between masculine and feminine in the cards is always inter- interesting. Temperance too, you've had this like, all of this almost divine femininity and like very kind of filthy earthy masculinity in these cards, Mm -hmm. you know, guys that are getting their hands dirty and and playing around and hitting each other with sticks versus these Queens and angels. These in the Uh, background
1: too, of this last card, um, it looks like a harvest of the sticks that were collected in the previous card that are growing like leaves are growing out of them. Yes, but this guy's like, really, man. Like, I had to do all this again alone in the fucking trenches. Like, that's the expression.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I mean it. It it works pretty perfectly with what you just said too. About we're only gonna do this once.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Yeah. Like, I I got where that person was coming from that I was talking to, but I was like, I can't, I can't do this twice. I won't. I refuse.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So any questions, observations, thoughts, anything else about these particular cards that you want to mention or that you notice?
1: I like this. I mean, it feels like it resonates. I like this tarot deck. I recommend people get it and play with it. Cause you know, for some reason with this particular deck, for a person like me that doesn't know a lot about tarot, that that enjoys tarot, mm. I could totally read into all of these cards and have a conversation mm. with you about it or pull it out for myself or for someone else and totally have a conversation about it. They feel so easy to use. They, they seem so mm. advanced, but they're so easy to use, like way easier to use than some of my simpler looking decks. Oh, so yeah. that's so interesting. I, I love
0: it. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that observation. I I agree, and it's why I default to the Rider Waite mm-hmm. deck ultimately. Yeah,
1: lots of storytelling yeah. available in these cards, and symbolism and interpretation.
0: Last thing, shout out to Pamela Coleman Smith. Google her, mm-hmm. learn about her life story. She's a fascinating woman, and there's a there's a couple good books out there about her. And thank you for listening to this episode of Mind Space Minimal.
1: Thanks, guys. Visit us at MindSpaceMinimal.com and email us at MindSpaceMinimal at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening.